Hello, person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarine. This episode was recorded in Abington, Virginia, USA. A popular supposition is that the state of Virginia was named for Queen Elizabeth I of England, who was known as the Virgin Queen. She was an intelligent, determined, and shrewd single woman whose reign was one of substantial danger and difficulty, and yet is generally considered one of the most glorious in English history. And I say this because I met a woman whose extremely challenging life seems a contradiction to the amount of joy and ingenuity with which she approaches it. Her name is Virginia, and I can't wait for you to meet her. Enjoy. So, Virginia, thank you so much for uh, taking some time. I'd never heard any of that. I didn't know there was a Queen Virginia. I had no idea. You know, my parents used to call me Ginny. And then at school, I was called Jiny, you know, like a vagina. So I had no idea. None of that stuff. Me, that's cool. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth. She was known as the Virgin Queen. Oh, okay. And so Virginia was just kind of like an extrapolation. Okay, so yeah, so she had Queen Elizabeth had the name Virginia, like a a nickname. Like I got Ginny, she got Virginia. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah, it's tight. I should tell people that we're outside of the uh, public library here. Uh, I noticed you were reading Cosmo. Uh, I love it. I'll tear into those. Like I'll spend, I'll spend half a day in there. Just W magazine. You know, for a while, they discontinued that in the public library. And I was like, I raised holy hell. Uh, they're pictorial. They're editorial. They're uh, masterpieces. Each page, a new masterpiece. They often smell good. They often have like, do they still do that? They still put a scent Wouldn't inside? Wouldn't know. Can't smell. Oh, really? <laughs> Don't have a sense of smell. It's terrifying. For your whole life? My whole life. Born like that. Wow. Almost drowned in the river. Or was almost, my parents almost had to drown me because, you know, you're not, you can't survive in the wild if you don't have a sense of smell. It's real hard to do. It's like a kitten. Put them in a bag, throw them in a burlap sack and drown them if they're the runt of the litter. Okay, that was okay. That was almost me. And I thank God I had an uncle who said, hey, no, this, this diamond in the rough, she's going to do something. You got to keep her around. And I needed a lot of hand-holding. You know, you can't live in the woods again without, you know, you can't pick a berry. You can't go into a grocery store, like, or make yourself breakfast if you can't smell right, you know? You can poison yourself with milk that's gone bad. This is the danger I live with every day. Give me a little layout of... of where you grew up, because it seems like there was a river nearby, yeah. and maybe your uncle either lived with you or a little bit further down the river, and you're... Well, the whole family was sort of um, uh, spread out uh, on one plot of land. Uh, and it, I, plot is probably a little too technical because I don't think there were ever any um, 
deeds signed for land, but everybody made their own shelter and we all sort of lived near each other by the river. Now, your parents, your uncle, do you have any siblings? Anybody else that yeah, grew up on four, the land? Four siblings, four. all older and all with a keen sense of smell, mm. great eyesight, you know? So I was, I truly was the runt of the litter. And maybe that happens with like any kid that's born last. I actually, I'm the only one left. Oh, really? Yeah, Mm. yeah. My folks, uh, they moved to Florida. They bought a condo. All my siblings moved up north. I got two in Pennsylvania. I got one in Massachusetts. And then I got one in D.C. Uncle passed away. Yeah, I'm the only one left. Well, that's got to be difficult, running the whole land by yourself. You, I mean... It's not much land. Without a sense of smell? Like, how do you know what berries to pick? You, well, do you live off the land or do you have a job? I, you know, I'll, I, don't get me wrong. I'm going to frequent a 7-Eleven just like the, the next guy. Of course. But for the most part, I do try and live off the land. But, you know, without livestock or a garden of any kind, it's hard. And you can't grow a Slurpee. No. <laughs> Man, I'm losing. I wish I could. So the whole family has gotten out. Do you ever think about leaving? You ever Do think- not. I cannot see my... I have enough of the... I see enough in the magazines, you know? I don't really see any need to go do it. Paris, you know, the big fashion oh place. Oh, my God, New York. no. Oh. Oh my God, I cannot, I cannot. First of all, well, I'd probably have to get on a plane. You would, probably. No, thank you. No, no, no. I'm not going to, there's no need for me to be inside a metal bird going across the Atlantic to, uh, no, no, thank you. No flying, huh? I, I'd prefer not. Yeah, a yeah. B- a boat, maybe? I've seen some uh, cruise lines. You know those mm-hmm. cruise lines, like an yeah. NCL? But those things are enormous. Yeah, it's a whole floating hotel. Yeah, a floating hotel, a floating state. You could not pay me to get on one of those things. That seems like the most dangerous thing. That seems like riskier than, you know, trying to catch a bear with your bare hands. Like, don't do it. Why no. would you do that? No. You're asking for trouble if you get on a cruise. That dress type thing that you're you're wearing, it looks like it was handcrafted or home, or homemade. Did yeah, you did I mean, you make that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I make pretty much everything that I, you know, find. The river is a treasure trove. You know, you put a stick out there and wait for things to just get caught on it. Bring in your haul, and then I'll just go through it. Like after a week, I'll go through the the, the pile of things I've. Uh, drug out of the lake or the river and I'll I'll make stuff out of it. I would say some people might think I'm um the worst kind of woodland creature, you know, somebody who lives in the woods but has no business living in the woods, has no ability to hunt. Mhm. I can fish. So I guess that's hunting. Yeah. It's a that's water hunting. It's water True. hunting. Yeah. yeah, that's what they call it. And you can't forage for berries and things because of your sense of smell. I will say I've gotten better as time has gone on. I learned how I it just had to use my sight often have to use like um, a tester 
at home, alkaline and whatnot. Oh, you test okay. your berries just you didn't to make have, like, sure. like a rabbit or a squirrel. No, God. Like I feel tester. like that you could. Because I will tell you, that's what the queen used to do. The, the... You are shitting me. Yeah, the queen of Here England. Here it is. Another similarity between me and the queen. The queen oh, of England God. would have a person to make sure that they it wasn't poisoned. Yeah. Well, I would love a one of those guys sticking uh-huh. around, but I think it would be kind of cruel to just like grab a, a mouse or something and be like, here, you taste it. You know, that seems rude. Uh, I want to play a little game with you. Oh my God. All right. I'm going to throw some words at you and you're just going to do, we're just going to do a little word association. All right. Turning um, off my mind. <laughs> Well, you don't, you, or you can keep oh, your mind on. on. Yes, okay. keep your mind turn, on. Turn it on up to turn it up to eleven. All right, compromises. Won't do it. No, you won't compromise. No, no, I will not. I see no need to. If we are all free, if we are all in charge of us, then no, there doesn't seem to be any reason to compromise. Babies, birds, <laughs> birds makes you think of baby birds. Oh yeah. Yeah, ba- birds. Those are the those are really the only babies I come across mm-hmm. nowadays. When I think of baby, I think of our conversation about you getting thrown in the in the river as a baby. Thankfully, you probably you probably don't remember it. No, I don't remember it. I rarely bring it up. It's funny you mention it because it's like, oh yeah, I did tell you that, didn't I? <sighs> Uncle fished you out. Yeah, he said I can make something out of this. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I mean, what do you want me to say that like I. My uncle was the, the only one who wanted me to live. You had a good relationship with him, though? I did. I sure did. did now, did you grow, live in his hut when you were growing up? Or no. did you, you went back to the family hut? Yeah, I was in the family hut. He was in Even his... after they threw you in the river, you still went back to the family hut? Now that I think about it, once a year, I caught one of them trying to just, like, nudge me into the mm-hmm. the river. Or you'd catch somebody being like, hey, it was, like, time to wake up. And, like, why is a pillow over my face? And, you know. So I imagine there were attempts on my life at various times throughout the years, but... Um, but they didn't catch you. Can't catch me. <laughs> no, you're wily. That's right. Forget your lack of sense of smell. You, yeah. you're, you're still kicking. You're still making it happen. No, I, I truly, I kept... And you have such a great sense of fashion. You're reading fashion magazines. You're making these clothes. That, just a very unusual dress. I would say that that dress is unusual. Interesting you bring that up. Is it a dress... Uh, no, it's actually not. It is a uh, a mixture of a caftan with pants. So it's a pants tan. But what I will tell you is uh, you, you're blowing my mind again because I don't think of what I'm wearing as fashion. It's purely functional. I'm just like, what do I, what can I wear that won't catch on a branch? What can I wear that I don't mind getting wet? Those things. I've just been sitting here trying to count the pockets. Sure. Well, that's part of the illusion. You can't count all the pockets because I've tried to hide them. Yeah. They're in weird places and they're uh, they're designed so that if I need to uh, shove something in a pocket, say a pocket's already full, there's uh-huh. another pocket on top of that pocket. Yeah. I counted 17 pockets, but yeah. then I went back and I was like, wait, some of those I think are just buttons. They're not pockets. No. Some of the buttons are actually not pockets. The button is actually functional as well in terms of not... As a closure, mm-hmm. but as a hanging device, if I needed to hang something off the button, oh yeah, yeah, I can do that in a in a pinch. That's nice. You ever get a chance to maybe sell these clothes? You ever, you ever thought about that? Who the hell else is gonna wear one of these? You think somebody's gonna want to wear this? 
Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Dior sells his clothes. Christian Dior. Yeah. Well, Dior is dead. I'm pretty sure. But the house of Dior Mm -hmm. lives on. And they sell clothes. Yes, they do. And if you're inspired by them, there's no reason why you couldn't sell. Listen to Mr. Motivational Speaker over here. I'm inspired by you. I I think you could do anything and and selling clothes for sure. You're Windexing my mirror right now, sir. (laughs) It's real nice. Great. I want to throw one more thing at. How do you feel about surprises? Hate them. Hate them. In nature, nobody wants a surprise. You're on edge all the time. It's like fight or flight, you know. So if I can control it. So that there aren't surprises, that I would prefer it that way. When you put your stick in the water and you catch something interesting, it can be kind of surprising. Well, interesting. I, you, you know say that's a surprise. Something. I say yeah. that's just hard work. But oh boy, I was going to say I would compromise on that with you, but <laughs> I don't. I don't do compromises, oh. Douglas. That yes, that that could be considered a nice surprise. What do you think the future holds? For Virginia. Oh, I was going to say for everybody. Well, if if you could take it to everyone, but I I was interested in you. I like where I am. I like the fact that I stayed, Mm. you know, I see myself here. I I actually thought about taking a a train up to see uh, my sister Mm. in Massachusetts, but. Trains uh, can be fun. Oh, yeah. The, the trains actually, of all the modes of transportation, that to me, that's the gold standard. Because you're on a track. You're, you're the, Ugh, that's it. That's metal, what it is. You've got metal on the ground holding you in place. And you can sit facing out and watch the world go by and you, you know what where you've been and where you're going. Uh, yeah, trains to me are the way to go. I just never uh, made it up there. But nobody comes. nobody comes back. Nobody comes back. I just love the fortitude and the uh, nothing's nothing's going to take you out. Oh, it's you know there would have to be something something really good on the other side to take me out of this town. Plus, you're kind of helping out. I guess I am. Yeah, you're you're putting your stick in the river every day and pulling the stuff out. Some people could consider that trash. Yeah, a lot of those things don't belong in the no, river. No, you're absolutely right. You know, I am. If if there were ever something called like a, um, you know, if I worked for the land and I had a title, it might be maintenance, I guess. You know, what's the what's the fancy name they give janitors nowadays? Custodial engineer. Yeah, I think that's uh-huh. it. I would be that. I think I'm that for the land. And so. you know what? I'll, I'm going to go ahead and add chief of in front of that. Chief of? Chief of oh, chief custodial of. engineering. COO. Chief Operating Officer of Custodial Engineering Management Land River guy. I feel bad. I wasn't writing that down, but I think we oh, got we yeah, got we no, got it recorded. I guess it's recorded. So yeah. now I I know from your uncle's standpoint, probably the most interesting thing he ever pulled out of the river was you. Oh yeah, probably. What's something? Some of the interesting things you've pulled out of that river over the years. You know, I have pulled out over forty cats. Cats from the river, it you know, runs through, in sacks through the um, some of them in sacks, some of mm-hmm. them just like, oh boy, you get waterlogged, they forget what's going on, they're just like drowned cat in there, take them out of the water, perk right up, wow, right back to normal. Do they stick around sometimes? Uh, you know, but not inside the house. Like, I, I'd love them if they'd come inside the house, but a lot of them are just wild, so they just want to live outside, but. 
a Louboutin. Louboutin, no? A Louboutin shoe. Wow. Louboutin just shoe. one. <laughs> yeah, just one. Red bottom. See, your shoes don't match. Is that, is one of those the Louboutin? The sole of it. Oh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I refashioned so wait, you it. You made those shoes too? Oh, yeah. I can wow. make it. Yeah. First of all, you know, everything has to be repurposed because if you are looking at, take any, you know, you, you look at a Cosmo. Now, mm-hmm. I can create whatever they're making, but I have to create it for my lifestyle. Not going to serve me to be walking 10 miles in red bottoms, uh, you know, back to my house mm-hmm. through dirt roads you know, Rocky Mountain High, you know, it's not going to work for me. So what I have to do is reconceptualize those items into a, a functional purpose. You are talking like a designer right now. You are talking like no way. the same way that the people in Paris no and New York way. talk. That's... I'm telling you, the I think you're a designer at heart. I think you're an artist. I think you're a clothing artist. No. You that's... made those shoes that looks incredible out of things you just pulled out of the river. Wow. Those heels are Coke bottles? Those are Coke bottles, but they're, uh, they screw off so that like there's a, a slight heel, a lift for when I'm in town, and then I can unscrew that so that when I'm in the terrain, I can get rid of it. Yeah, if you wow. think this is exciting, I mean, you'd have to come to see my place because you might find my, um, my whole kitchen system pretty exciting. My dishwasher, for example, is uh, something I created out of a wire brush that I I pulled out of the river and a pulley system with a a rigged outdoor rainwater. So I'm repurposing the water. I I mean, I I guess if you say that's design, I just say it's how I live. You know, Mm. it's it's how I live. From a rough beginning, you have forged an amazing life. I I can see why you wouldn't ever want to leave. Yeah, right. That river just keeps giving you something every day. Oh, the river is life. Do you think when it's your time, you'd like to be just put back in the river? Probably just walk right right into the river. By that time, somebody else will be like, you know, a half mile down the river mm-hmm. with their stick. They fish me out, repurpose me for fertilizer or whatnot. Wow. Yeah. That really would be just the whole... Circle of life. What would you like to be made into, do you think? What would, oh. if you said, hey, you take my bones and make me into... What about a um, styrofoam ball? That some kid uses to make some like diorama of the planets. That'd be poetic. That the kid fishes me out of the river, mm-hmm. grinds my bones down. It's a little dark, but you but know. But then if at the kid, end, he makes you into Jupiter, the biggest yes. planet. I mean, that to me is is nuts to be put into like something like um, Interstellar. If you're like a planetary, because mm-hmm. I don't spend much time. Like that's not interesting. The moon is not interesting to me. Like <laughs> it has to be beautiful out where you are, though. You got to be able to see the stars, oh, and the moon, and all the planets. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love looking at it. I just don't want to go out there. As far as as we need to go into something is a stick. If we're going into the ocean, if we're going into a river, just but as far as we can go with a stick. Yeah, your arm's length, and then whatever the stick you're carrying, however far that will go, that'll do. Do you have it. different sticks, or do you just have oh, like? Yeah, oh, yeah. This, I mean, this whatever is my stick. stick. Yeah, I, I I have a an everyday stick. 
that I keep in the house. But like, yeah, I'm not opposed to using whatever stick is out there. Because I was trying to figure out like if it had like a little hook on it, a little bucket on the end. Oh or no, no, no! It's not fashioned in any mechanical way or anything. It's it's literally just a stick, and it just happens like whatever will catch on it. Because a lot of things would just go past a stick, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. roll off a stick. Yeah, you can't catch a can. I mean, unless you're catching it this way. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be really... <laughs> Once the current's going this way, you have to catch it. <laughs> See what you're saying. Yeah, a bottle. You'd have to like kind of <laughs> get it on the inside of the bottle. Otherwise, the bottle's just rolling off a stick. Two round things bumping into each other. <laughs> yeah. When you say it like that, yeah, but you should see the stuff that catches on my stick. I guess you know. Well, I'm looking at some of it right now yes, with those really fancy are. shoes and that. Yeah, uh, yeah. That nice pants tan. Pants tan. Pants tan. <laughs> I gotta write that down. Look, if you can come up with a better name for it, I don't know. The pants tan rolls off the tongue. I don't know. Calf ant. Calf ants. I I don't know. Calf ants doesn't Caf-ants. seem like it's better than. <laughs> Pants tan. Pants tan seems like something I could definitely pick up a Cosmo the ne- next time I'm. You know, I guess it's it's also, it's truly designed, if you thought of it like a robe and pants, if there's anything that. Um, a probe? Probe. <laughs> Probes. <laughs> I'm just thinking about if I made a line for children, probes for kids. comes with like its own stick <laughs> oh that that could be your thing that's my thing because you could carve little sticks and each one comes instead of a hanger it comes with a stick look at that each probe comes with your very own stick and i think i'm gonna see that in a vogue one day in a w maybe a walmart but you know yeah i guess i guess anything is possible I don't want to uh, take up the rest of your day. No, what, what is it? It's almost 5.30, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I probably should start walking home because uh, I don't like to walk home in the, the pitch dark, and that's about 10 miles away, so start well, I, walking now. Can I can I give you a ride? It, it's, it's not a four-wheel that's, drive vehicle, but I'd no, happy to That is take kind of you, but I like the walk. Clear, 10 miles? Yeah, clears my mind. Well, I'll let you get to walking, and I certainly appreciate this conversation. Virginia, I'm so glad to have met you. Feelings mutual. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Our show is completely improvised and produced by me, Douglas Sarine, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. Our theme song was produced by the wonderful Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. A special note of gratitude to Amanda Blake Davis for having some fun with us as Virginia. Amanda is an actress, writer, and director living in Los Angeles. She's an alum of the Second City ETC in Chicago and has used that improvisational background in her writing on Wabbit and Season 2 of Work in Progress. She can be seen improvising around L.A. with Heyday, Sweet Erica, and Baby Wants Candy. You can find her on Instagram at MissAmandaBlake and at MissAmandaBlake.art. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Meet Virginia by Train. You can find out more about that ditty in this episode's liner notes. Please take a moment to rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. It helps to amplify the anthem, and we sure appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcast. 
give us a follow and let us know what you love about Virginia. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about.